Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror movie review podcast created by me, Tara Card. I can hear you clicking on your <laughs> on your pencil. Oh my! Uh. Wow. Um, as you can hear, my guest is being very disruptive. I'm just like it's like so unprofessional. Like I can't believe it. Anyways, what I was saying, uh, this is just an average moviegoer horror review podcast so don't expect anything that's gonna blow your mind we're all here just to have a good time and here joining me this week is my good judy.com am i allowed to make noise now? <laughs> yeah <laughs> clap them thighs clap, clap clap for the kids hey everybody my name is dot com i'm an atlanta-based drag queen who does stuff on twitch and i don't know a lot about myself so i guess we'll figure out together won't we? Uh, you cosplay. You just did a whole series that you posted on Instagram. Oh, you saw that? That was really uh, fun. Yeah, I haven't been on Instagram a lot, but I did log in and I said, hold up, let me leave a like. <laughs> let me hit that pitch up. <laughs> you left nine of them, right? Because I did like all these nine different things. It was super I fun. saw I saw Lumpy Space Princess Beast mm -hmm. Boy. Mm -hmm. Um the Cheetah Cheetah character. Is is she a cheetah? She's cheetah, yeah. Yeah, from DC, right? Yep. She's a Wonder, oh. a Wonder Woman villain. Yeah, yeah. Because there's that one episode where I think she keeps fighting her. I don't know. And then you did the Nightcrawler. Mm -hmm. I have it here. Elmo, Pikachu, Spinel. Oh, I remember Spinel because I said, <laughs> I said something about fisting. There are no accidents in fisting. I've seen some videos. I feel like there are. There are. <laughs> when they you don't have put... a handle on the situation. Like they just gets away I, from them. Well, when you, if you can see something like poking, like I'm doing a gesture on camera, if I can see something like visibly like going up in your stomach, that makes me a little nervous. Speaking of which, we show, we are going to be reviewing the movie <laughs> Alien today. If you've Wait, ever seen the movie Alien. We already did that. Oh, so, we did? Yeah, the, well, not me and you, but me and Gilda. We, that was our episode, that came, our first episode. Of all the movies to quote, I ended up picking the one that you already reviewed. Amazing. Wow, uh, you should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Dot and myself are going to be talking about the movie <laughs> Stay Alive, which is a PG-13 movie, which I did not remember because I remember watching this when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is kind of gory, but uh, rewatching it now, it's definitely very PG-13. So they actually tried to make an R and there is an R cut of it, kind of. Like they did cut a whole entire character and all this gore, apparently. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I did a little bit of research on this. Wait, so, I, got, uh, I got the PG-13 version. <laughs> oh, no, fully same. Mine was on... Um, illegally um watched but you know i got to see it anyways but i want to i wonder what they cut out you know well i mean okay we'll we'll get into it um but it's a horror movie about these they're supposed to be quoted as teenagers they look like they're 30 or at least like our age like mid 20s late 20s mid 30s yeah our age yeah <laughs> i'm 23 and you're 26 <laughs> <laughs> they they come across this video game and they find out very quickly i'll talk about it that if you die in the game it's like a, a horror game if you die in the game you die in real life ooh 
scary. Oh, fun. And this was this was made in 2006 by I have his name written down, Brent or William Brent Bell, who also made the movie The Boy. It's about this like porcelain doll that this woman has to babysit. And then it's, ooh, maybe it's supernatural. Who knows? Um, I am that. so tired of people using dolls as a horror element. Like, Yeah, that one was made in like 2018. So it was really off, like a high off of like Annabelle and, you know. Oh, and then I think the sequel's coming out like what, soonish kind of? Yeah, the, the, the boy too, I think is coming out pretty soon. Mm, two boys. I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> he also wrote it. William takes some screenwriting classes. It stars John Foster, who I don't know who it is. Frankie oh, Muniz. Oh, Frankie Muniz. That's who I do recognize. Um, mm-hmm. Some girl named Sam Marie Armstrong. Don't know who it is. And then Sophia Bush, who plays a character called October. I love her. She is the goth girlfriend that everybody deserves. I'm obsessed with October. We're gonna talk about that too, but basically that's the premise. Those are our stars. I left out some because it didn't really matter. So, Dottie Kami, are you ready Duh. to review this groundbreaking horror movie that has 10% on, I'm pretty sure on Rotten Tomatoes? Amazing. Yes, the fuck I am. I am ready to review what is apparently the only Disney slasher that exists. Somehow they're connected to Disney. Are they really? Are you fucking with me? Supposedly. I skimmed the IMBD so hard, and that is something that came up. What? Okay. (laughs) This movie is so weird. And so let me tell you, I watched this movie before. I watched this movie back in college. I had no idea that this is the movie that I was watching. But, like, it doesn't really go down that well, you know, the second time. No, it does not. Okay. So I want to say my first note was... The movie opens up with a cheap scream jump scare. Like literally like stock 101 like of a girl screaming like, ah! And they repeat it like 50 times in this movie. Only that. I'm like, okay, who is this bitch? Can we get her to shut the fuck up? Like she's using the same. And it's not even like her screaming different times. It's just her screaming that one time and they're using that sound on clip again and again and again and again and again. It's literally the sound designer of this movie. He was literally just pressing space bar and dragging something, putting it there and just using it so many times within the first 15 minutes. I think I took two pages of notes or three. I took took two pages of notes. See, I took three pages of notes and it was only 30 minutes in the movie. Oh, you were (laughs) detailed, I see. I mean, also, I feel like that's, the setup is always like so strange. And then we get to the part where they're all like running around and stumbling. But my first note was actually commenting on that really weird 3D intro. Yes. Interesting because like, I feel like that was probably, considering that it was 2006, the best graphics that they had at that time anyways. And maybe not the best, maybe the most averagest, but that looked highly shitty. And I was kind of here for it. It looked like Sword and Shield. (laughs) It looked like Pokemon Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes, like how, like, did you see how empty that field was? And then there was the house. That's how Sword and Shield looks. Honestly, I am so fucking tired of video game representation in movies because like they do not have the camera in the video game move the move in the way that the video game would you know like they have this really weird 3d like 3d camera that's like circling the character it's behind them it's in front of them and i'm like 
this isn't how this works at all. This isn't a cutscene. Yeah. Which apparently, these cutscenes are unskippable, and you have to say the names of the words oh. on the screen out loud. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll get into that after this. So the first, it first opens up with this guy playing this game, which I don't know is the game third person or is it first person because it switches. It looks like they're playing in first person, but we're getting a third person perspective of it. Right, and that can't be easy to navigate. Like, that is a very early 2000s, like, gaming camera boo-boo. Like, what are you doing? How are we seeing this? And I understand it's for the plot, but that's stupid for the plot. I'm sorry. There's a lot of, <laughs> literally within 15 minutes, I was like, what the fuck does this mean? Okay, right. so he plays the game. Mm-hmm. He dies, like, he dies, his character dies by, like, falling off of a thing, and then he's being hung. He just plays it once. It looks like he plays it once, like he just started the game game just started the game and then he's like huh that was it i'm calling my friend hey friend just play this game it's scarier than fatal frame bye like that's basically like that's basically it hey do you want to play this game no i can't play this game well i'm gonna go finish playing this game and call and call he doesn't even and he calls his, his friend hutch who is the star of this movie he doesn't even continue playing the game he goes upstairs he hears like loud noises and it's just some guy named sarah and hex who are just fucking and one has like a pig face on like a gross that pig was face. kind of hot i was taking notes on that i'm like <laughs> okay in order to spice up things in the bedroom wear a pig mask Ooh. but the dumbest thing was like so he goes you could have knocked and he goes and then he knocks and then he goes, man, you you guys died in the game. You should go really take a look. <laughs> and then leaves. <laughs> Why did he? He really thought that was like so important to be like, I know they're probably fucking upstairs. I'm going to go tell them they died in the game and be like, it was pretty crazy. Bye. <laughs> to go forward, they do die. Uh, they get pretty fucked up. Like it's super bloody in in that other room. Fast forward, they all die. The couple they all die. He's just room. hanging there in the middle of the like the well, foyer, basically. Yeah. And it's a really weird, perfect, picturesque type of thing. And it apparently matches the way that he dies in real life, which is very specific. Which, to mark how specific that is, they're talking about the police report later when they're like, when they're trying to like, be like, see, this is how it happened. They say in the police report that it showed that he died the same way in the game. I was like, you're telling me the police people went and searched on that video game and was like, he hung himself the same way. Like, I mean, it was probably open, so I s- suppose they had that clue. And that is something that I'm going to bring up a little bit later about how the police are dumb in Yes, this. they fast forward to a funeral. Mm-hmm. After you get to meet the character, Hutch, and he gets a phone call at his work in his boss's office. Is it his boss? I'm pretty sure it's his boss because his boss is like, Have, did you finish that thing? And then he's like, this thing? And he's like, no, this video game thing. And then they have a discussion about video games. It was the most bland, boring, like high level thing about video games. I'm like, oh, maybe we can finish the final boss. Yes, we can finish the final boss. Level, 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 level. And also like they're fully in their 20s. I don't know what game, like what company they work for. That was weird. I've never also, had a job like that. It was all honestly all for the movie. But what I would like to talk about real quick is that I fully loved seeing Windows XP representation in movies. <laughs> like I had the little the little blue and green bar at the bottom, and I'm like, oh, that's Windows XP, bitch. <laughs> that's how old this movie is, and you know it. So it cuts to like he gets this call. He it cuts to a funeral. 
And then it's playing this sad music. They play this sad music throughout the whole movie. And I just wrote down, I don't know who this character is. Am I supposed to feel sad? Right, because like they're slowly establishing his backstory. Um, and apparently this is his, his childhood best friend. But um, for some reason, the family members thought it was appropriate to bring a bag of old video games to remember the person who you loved, or, you know, like, were friends with since, like, second fucking grade. And they're all like, hey, sorry that your best friend died. Here's some old-ass shitty video games that he used to play. And they brought that to the funeral. Not even like a, (laughs) hey, let's meet up and talk about this. This is like a, all you get is video games. That's it. Okay, before that... This girl with this big ass clunky camera is taking pictures. Mm -hmm. And then she takes a picture of him like straight up in his face Mm -hmm. and goes, he goes, did you just take a picture of me? And she said, yeah, I took a picture of you because you were the saddest Saddest one here. Yeah. No, but honestly, so once again, reading the trivia, apparently that type of camera is an important style of camera that is used in other horror video games as well. Yeah, probably in Fatal Frame, which is what they reference. But it was Oh, perfect. Like, so you know what I'm talking you know, you know it, yeah. But it was just like she was so close to him, took mm-hmm. that picture and was like, You were the saddest person here, but you weren't crying. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that happened to you in real life? Like, hi, you're the saddest person here at this gay bar. That's so sad. Oh, wait, can you turn to the left real quick? <laughs> oh, okay. Opens a Polaroid picture. Right. (laughs) They're just talking. And then we get this weirdest dialogue of, I forget the first person who died in this movie. He wasn't really popular. Morris. I don't, I don't know. The friend, Um, right? The best friend. Yeah. The best friend who they're at the funeral with. His little sister comes up and Mm -hmm. basically it's just plot development. Here is video game brother played. I can't play it. Here's some really awkward dialogue of like probably my first acting in a movie or ever here's video games goodbye and then she leaves i mean honestly i feel like that would be me with me and my brother like we only talk about video games ever so if i died it'd be like hey here's my old <laughs> video games and then also if here's his drag could you imagine this movie about like a haunted drag wig as soon as somebody passes bitch that's bad hair it's bad hair oh <laughs> Hold up. I think we're onto something. Bad hair too. It's like the haunted wig. So like apparently this like video game is like super haunted kind of and except not really. So this is what my thing was is that a lot of scary movies have this gimmick that they try to do where they introduce like some weird like technology whether it's like the unfriended thing where you can't unfriend somebody or whatever and then you die in real life. And so this thing is when they start the video game they have to say these words out loud and so I've deduced that this the reason that this video game is haunted is because they fully have to say a spell that yeah. summons this demon. So it's basically like saying Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and yeah. third word here. Um, and then that brings it, but it also kind of goes in tandem with the video game as well. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> That's so, Yeah, before they can even start the game, we're going to jump a little bit ahead. I, real quick, I just want to put down... It, we're being introduced to a couple of the characters, and then mm-hmm. you see this girl just laying on the bar on this coffee shop and it's October who's <laughs> like the punk gothy girl Ugh. and I was like not her just like literally like sprawled out on her own I think she owns the place too she's mm-hmm. just sprawled out there and it's like hey and she calls him dollface which I think is very like forced I call you dollface all the time and um, that's not forced dollface hello dot it is so nice to see you again dot you know like when people like are trying to like 
hammer down someone's name in a in a movie, which is I totally did not know this blonde girl's name until I was reading the credits. I don't know anybody's <clears throat> names. That's Frankie Muniz and then the guy who talked to Frankie Muniz in the first act. Yeah, and then October. I because I thought and October. I was like, Whoa, cool name. We fast forward to them. They're all about to play this video game at Hutch's house. Frankie mm-hmm. Muniz comes up. He's wearing that fucking 2000s visor. He looks so adorable. And he's so Can nerdy, about that for a sec? Yes, he's, like, so nerdy. And he just goes off about, like, all these, like, different, like, nerd stuff. And, like, I know it's fully for the plot. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. There's just lines that he gave him. But I adore that. Because he just looks, like absolute not garbage really but it's the green visor that's upside down that's the tackiest thing and then he has a gaming wrist brace mm-hmm. and then what's his fucking name finn is like gay that's gay take that off finn is there the most- was a gay joke oh my god and that was probably like you know more so commonplace that's the only gay representation that we had back there then. was there was another thing where he goes to put it on later in the movie and he goes yeah nah, that's gay and takes it off i was like what is okay <laughs> huh interesting before they even play the game they're mm-hmm. customizing their characters. This is like six people in a room. They're customizing those characters for hours. I mean, fully. Like, we just got Cyberpunk, like, uh, literally last night. And I took a full 30 minutes customizing, the, like, you know, the color of um the co- character's hair, the size of the nose. Apparently, you can customize the size of the PP, which is either small or large. <clears throat> yeah, can you explain this game for people who don't know? Oh, Cyberpunk? Yeah. Oh, it's a new game that came out. I was gonna say, I saw that like your mm-hmm. dick depict how you're treated in the game. I haven't fully, look, I just made the character and then I closed the game because that's <laughs> honestly like same thing that I did with The Sims. I just wanna, I love the character creation stuff things. But do you, but you, you know what this, I mean though? Yeah. Like. Six people in a room. Y'all are customizing those characters. characters. But like they knew exactly what settings to go to. They said dark hair, red dress. Um, We're going to get some axes. And then Frankie Muniz's character like buffs all the way up because he's Canadian in real life. So, you know, they, they did it like they instantly, they knew what they wanted. I had to double go. Whenever I do my characters, I go all the way through twice to make sure I have the perfect character. But whatever i was also very confused because it looks like they provided like six laptops for everybody and like i just didn't okay that's what i'm saying because it looks like they're all playing on the main tv that's what i thought yes but but they're but it's in third perspective and but then it's also in first perspective depending on the person so it doesn't make sense how they're playing this game all together when they're all playing on one tv screen right and not only that but they keep saying I've never played this game. We don't know what this game is. It doesn't, it's not even like when, the, when you see the disc, it is written in Sharpie, stay alive. So oh, this and, isn't even And like- then the, the cover also looks like it's made with like Microsoft paint and it's just like stay alive on like a white piece of paper. <laughs> That was a blockbuster cover, like a blockbuster case for that video, basically. And so they said, hey, let's all play this game together. Folly not knowing if it's one player, two player, four player, which is usually the max. We are in an era of the PS2 right now. Can you name any six player games for the PS2 off the top of your head? If you get an Xbox One and then use like a cable to link up to another Xbox, because that was like a thing before Xbox Live, it was really confusing. But that's Xbox One. We're talking PS2 era and they said hey let's all six of us play this game like to get a two-player game like a local two-player game was already rare in the era yeah which and is they, also- play, they play online too because one of their friends is at his office 
and he's mm -hmm. playing with them too. So mm -hmm. first of all, his fucking office computer must be fucking great if it's a Windows XP and you can play this game on there and then also do it live, like do like an online game. Yeah, it must have been like an online, I guess they were on their laptops. Yeah, it was just very, um, you know, interesting that they made this assumption that, assumption that they can play together, which honestly, so like, I don't know. It literally doesn't make sense. It doesn't. When my friend dies, I don't want to do that thing that my friend did when they died. Yeah, because they're all like cheering for him. They're like the, no, no. the steward or whatever. Like they're, they keep like cheering for him. Like we're playing this game for our dead friend. Yeah, and that's just so like unrealistic character wise. They could have found another reason. Like maybe if they said, hey, we're doing this out of curiosity, we're suspicious. That would make sense. Not to get too dark. But I had a friend who drowned, did, did. And so I didn't want to go to the ocean for like fucking three years. And so if my friend dies playing a video game that's ironically called Stay Alive, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm not touching this. Or maybe I'll just play any of the other games. I don't know. That was interesting. Also, for a second, I, this is something that happens throughout the movie, is that this movie is so visually dark, I couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn up my brightness. I turned up my brightness, but there was nothing to see. We had the first guy <laughs> who died. He was screaming at something. I couldn't see what it is. Uh, whenever the lights get low in this movie, you are trying to make out the best of the shadows. And it is absolutely Honestly, with the cool. graphics, it makes sense why it's <laughs> so dark in the movie. No, but I also had this um, written down, is that this makes sense to uh, have a movie based on a video game, because that way, when you have shitty CGI, <laughs> it makes sense. So they were smart about that. They're like, man, this is going to be interesting when they start playing. And then it jump cuts to them, like, really getting into the game. The guy who's an asshole, Finn, he goes, God damn it, you noob. Oh, I didn't even clock that. He says the word noob. He says noob. <laughs> Good times. That was back when it was an insult. Like, So they're in this area. They see this wardrobe and they're like, it's literally glowing. Like, if you know, when you go to pick up an item in a game and it's like glowing. Oh, and he's all like, oh good eye you yeah. noticed that it's like <laughs> yeah. no the camera is fully fixated on this glowing ass door i wrote down in parentheses nice eye and i said for this bright ass wardrobe <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean before that i also wrote down straight people are weird because they had some weird ass flirting in this also yeah he just met abigail who is the blonde hair girl in this movie he just met her at this funeral and she's like let's hang out this is the strangest tinder date ever to oh, just to just she fully picked up this dude at a funeral which she said she had connections to the girl who died at the in mm -hmm. the beginning i don't think she did though oh yeah she was really weird i don't know i was more so referencing spiky here mcgee who was that asshole guy who was like yeah really pushing for them to play this game like the way that they treat women or at least the way that he treats women in this game in this it's movie, gross it's, it's gross. gross i understand that it's still kind of part of the plot or his character or whatever but also we don't need that so yeah they're just all like semi-flirtation as they're setting up this game, which is super strange. Yeah, I, I really do not like this character, Finn. He's mm -hmm. just a stereotypical to early 2000s guy who's just a dick to everybody. And I know people like him, like who are still like him now. Plot point, Roses apparently like put the spirits away. So when there's like Elizabeth, who's the lady with shears, their giant scissors, is right. coming near them. They basically throw it on a rose and it basically saves them. So at one point, the dude who looks like an off-brand, like he sounds like off-brand Nick Cage, who's playing, it's his boss. 
who's playing at his office. Mm -hmm. He's freaking out. Like, he's freaking out playing this game. He's like, there's so many dead bodies. And he's, like, wiping his face and, like, freaking out. I'm like, dude, these aren't real dead bodies. Like, you're you're acting like you're seeing real dead bodies. Exactly. Like, the graphics aren't that good. But here's the thing that's spooking them the most. You have these four people playing in one room, one person playing remotely. And the thing that's spooking them the most is the rumbling of the controllers. <laughs> and they do this so cinematically. There's, like, rumble, 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 rumble. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, my God, what is going What is going on? The controller is rumbling for no reason. Oh, and it's scary. And then, of course, like, you know, the orchestra starts to play as the controller rumbles and rumbles and rumbles. And they're all like, this is unforeseen, unprecedented technology that's affecting the way our controllers are rumbling. Okay, two things. I remember when they're, they're like, you need to, don't you need to say the passage? And Frankie Muniz's character goes, that's too advanced technology, basically, to just say the passage. But then they say oh, it and says, they're like, voice Whoa. activated, that's next generation technology. After which I said, wow, literally Phasmophobia, which is a game that we're playing nowadays on Twitch that literally has voice activated technology, voice activated ghosts. I was going to say another thing you were saying, oh, the rumbling. If you mm-hmm. listen to the rumbling, it just abruptly cuts at the end. Oh, it does. It, it's like, like it just... It, it sounds like it abruptly cuts. It doesn't even like fade out a little bit mm-hmm. or like do like a decrescendo. It just abruptly cuts. It's so weird. The sound designer said, look, I need to repeat this scream 15 times, get the rumbling. I don't care if we don't have the ending of the rumbling. It's cool. Like, like yeah, we're on a schedule. Like they needed to put like reverb or at least have it fade out, but it's just like straight up like abruptly cut. <laughs> Like, well, that's because it's spooky, girl. That's because it's scary. Ooh. So eventually Nick Cage, uh, boss guy, he dies in the game. He gets stabbed in the throat uh, by Shears. And then thus he dies in real life the next day. <laughs> like almost but, immediately too. Like uh, like two minutes after he di- like, dies in the game, yeah, like somebody comes for him. So whatever is going on with that, we have no idea. Before he dies though, his he locks his the door, he locks the door to his office and it opens mm-hmm. up. And he mm-hmm. goes back in and just goes, ha! <laughs> it just screams in the room. Because he thinks he's so big and so bad. Honestly, it was like so weird for me because like we're still at the beginning of the movie. Like there's a lot more that happens, kind of, not really. But they're doing this thing that I absolutely loathe, which I had to rewatch the first part three times, but they are not showing us the monster at the beginning of the movie we see nothing we just see flashes jump scares the scared actor's face and then they're stabbed by something yeah we don't we just hear it like them get stabbed we don't really even see anybody get stabbed in this movie we see like the effects of it or it's Mm -hmm. or if it's off camera which is like really lame about this movie Well, no, it's lame because they said, hey, Elizabeth, what's up, girl? Come haunt us in the beginning when they're playing the video game. And so we're like, okay, cool. That's probably her. But they don't show us her. But we all know it's her anyways. So you don't really get a full look at her, which I like when when in a horror movie, you don't see the fully realized character. But if you see parts of it and you can clearly see like the killing happening, that's cool. And then you're like, you're left to wonder at the end, what does this character look like when like when Jason finally got his like cover removed and you saw his actual face in the movies, then you feel like like that's a little bit different. Well, like for me, it's like- Those were better mm -hmm. written. Those were better written, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> for me, like, since you and I both do drag, it's kind of like a drag reveal where you can kind of already see what's underneath. Like they're wearing a black cover up, but, but there's something purple and sparkly. And you're all like, you can go ahead and take it off. We know what's <laughs> happening. And she's all like, ooh, I might take off my jacket. And you're I like, might yeah, take, take off, off my jacket, pillowcase. <laughs> ooh, that's what you use for a reveal, a pillowcase? Uh, I don't do those. Uh, I don't do drag. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I've exposed you. So Miller is dead, who I just realized because I have it written down in my notes. Who's the boss? He dies. Hutch goes into the work and the police are there. And mm -hmm. then he goes, man, I was just talking to him. And the cops are like, what do you mean you were just talking to him? And he's like, yeah, we were playing video games. And he was like, here? And he was like, no, I was with my friends. He was playing it in his office. We were doing it online. The cops just don't understand online gaming. Adults fully still still don't understand online gaming. I tried to explain my mom to tell what Twitch is, and she's like, strangers watch you play video games? What, what, what's in it for them? <laughs> and so like, no matter what era it is, they will never understand. I just think it was funny that because we fully have warnings in video games and in movies, TV shows that say, any likeness of this in real life is purely coincidental. Like you've seen those warnings, right? But like this is an example of why they had to eventually like, you know, include this warning over in the video games just because apparently people be dying in the same way that, they, that you do in the game. So yeah, that's, I, that was a really interesting real world connection just then. I like one comment that there's, there's this douchey cop and he goes, hmm, you live there? That's uh, 10 minutes from this location quick enough to kill somebody i was like <laughs> not y'all just being accusing this man already i don't know why cops are so uh, cops in any movie are so unwilling to believe in the supernatural or this really weird coincidence you know like investigate the game do your actual job also i wrote here so they get back to the bar area because that's just where they hang out is this bar coffee shop thing Mm -hmm. I could not tell if October and that douchey guy were siblings or dating. Yes. I couldn't That's tell. your answer. <laughs> Apparently they are siblings, but uh, he's a fucking oh. douche. Yeah, they're siblings. Okay, that's good to know. I guess you just hang out with your brother all willy-nilly like that. Yeah, it was... It was very, that was written weird. They basically were like probably 27 minutes in, 30 minutes into this hour and a half movie. And they've already figured it out. If you die in the game, you die in real life. They already figured it out. Kind of. No, here's the thing. So main character McGee here is all like, this is so weird. My best friend died in the game and then he died in real life. That's such a weird thing. And so October is all like, oh my gosh, like there's this thing about maybe the video game's doing it. And he's like, no, what the fuck? Oh yeah, she... it was the video game? Like, how could you? You're no. crazy. And like, he was literally just like teeing that up saying, die in the game and then you die in real life. And she's like, oh cool, it's the game. And he's like, no crazy. Yeah, Don't be I, stupid, stupid. That, that fucking annoyed me was like, October would explain, hey, this is off of this, this folk tale about this woman named Elizabeth who killed all these girls. And then, which I want to see that movie instead. Like, can we just get that movie? <laughs> that was um, it. This is all you get. <laughs> October's whole character was just like, here's plot ex exposition. Thank you. She said, I'm the weird goth girl. And so here's your weird goth facts with goth girl, me. Yeah. She, like, she does that. She goes, 
well, this makes sense because in this, you know, folklore thing, and he goes, no, you're wrong. You're crazy. That would be insane. I'm like, dude, are you, did you not just say that? Did you right. not just say that? Like he was on the tangent of saying that. This happens with a lot of women in horror mm-hmm. movies where if they say something, everyone thinks they're crazy and no one believes them. So in this case, he says something, everyone believes him. And then he goes, no, y'all are insane. I was like, wait, what? Like, you had it. You had it. You were almost there. But they basically have pieced it together within 30 minutes. You die in the game, you die in real life. Finn pisses them off, so they all leave. I, I thought they just stepped out of the bar, but apparently they walked a while because they, they piece it together when Frankie Muniz is talking to them. And then they run back to the bar to tell Finn. It's just more dialogue where they're like, oh, they think he said, no, he's just smoking a bong because smoking weed is so... Ooh, oh, when they were back at the apartment? No, this is back at that like coffee place area. Okay. Oh, did I skip over that part? That's so... Okay. Because I remember when they're at the apartment and he's at the computer, his face is just completely horizontal. He's like slouched over oh, yeah, immensely that... at the desk. I-, I think that was at the, the coffee place. Like, like it's like a gaming place, but also coffee. Oh, place. I thought okay, I thought that's where they were. And so here he is. They discover him, and he basically looks like a corpse. But apparently, yeah. that's how you fucking smoke 420 blaze it. Like just hunched over. I'm just like, imagine you put your head down on the table. That's what it looked like. Eventually, he's like, I don't believe y'all, but maybe. And then he goes for a, a ride. I think it pauses his character. It pauses right before he's about to get trampled by um some horses and shit. Yeah. So he's driving. He sees a ghost, he swerves out the way, and it looks like he just parks. But then he's like, Hey, can you guys come get me? I, I told, like, uh, the wait, I wrote it down. My whip got stuck, but he just pulled over on the side of the, he didn't even try. He didn't hit a tree. So like what happened is he was driving. It becomes nighttime all of a sudden and some spooky ghost girl appears in front of him until he swerves to the right and almost hits a tree. Yeah, I but he, was- he doesn't hit anything though. Right. So like he could have probably just like gone just he immediately gets out of the car, which I'd have been like, I wouldn't get out of the car. Just keep on like you already know something weird is happening. But he fully just like gets out of the car and he's just like, oh, there's a this is a street. And then he turns around and then the carriage hits him. And it is awful CGI. This guy just getting fucked up by this carriage. I mean, it wasn't that bad because it was so fast, too. You know, we didn't have to fixate on it. Yeah, but you see his body like. (laughs) It, it, it makes him look like really gray and I don't know, it looked bad to me. Um, so he's dead. <laughs> it plays that same mm-hmm. sad music that it always plays in this movie. And then I wrote down, am I supposed to be sad? I don't, he was a dick. Like you're playing sad music. I don't feel anything. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's true. Some people like you have to kill without really caring about too much. But Remind they, me though, is this the part where something weird happens to everybody? This is right before, cause there, she's like, make she's like doing her coffee thing and she sees something in the reflection she turns around or he's like doing something uh frankie muniz character is like doing something with wires and there's blood Mm -hmm. coming out of the keyboard fully and that's why i wrote down i'm so tired of ooh spooky blood i feel like blood coming from the walls blood coming from the computer blood coming from somebody's eyeballs like that is every single horror movie if you can make a horror movie without relying on blood coming from unnatural places i will commend you for that like that is my challenge do that challenge get a fucking job challenge how about that (laughs) how about that so october's pissed off at main character Hutch because she was like, why'd you have to bring that game into our lives? How the fuck would he know is what I wrote down immediately. And then he said, I didn't know. How could I have known? Which, yeah, how the fuck would he have known that Mm -hmm. this game would have like 
killed his friends. Right, like they're just chilling at like what is apparently a crime scene at the end of this um, dead guy's car saying like, oh, I really wish we never played this game, but I feel like in five minutes they're about to for some reason anyways. (laughs) <laughs> Which makes sense later. It's just like... Yeah, it makes sense later. Um, the police show like, up. But in this game, you have the ability to pause. You can destroy the computer itself. Because I'm, I'm sure it's being played locally and not on a server, especially since you're playing it on the go in the car. So like, technically, if you smash the computer, you it should be fine. That is true. The police show up. And mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, how do you explain that? How do you explain that he killed this guy who visibly got, you can tell, got trampled and like in a hit and run? Mm-hmm. And the cops even say on their way out, like, how did he get a carriage and kill this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How the fuck would he have done that? But they still find a way later on to still like try and hunt him down. And then one of the police guys is like, let me play this game. Uh, he <sighs> plays it. He plays it and immediately dies later on because which um, is so dumb because i have no idea how long so we said that they probably took a full hour to customize their characters yeah then you have to say the spell and then you have the opening cutscene, and then you have to fight all these monsters and then the scene that the police guy got um killed he's, in he's like in the like catacombs of the graveyard or something and so it's so weird because all this takes place in two minutes. And so he apparently is a gaming expert. He is the <laughs> reigning champion supreme of Galaga, of Tetris. And he has just been doing this from the get-go because he got through this game so fast and also he died so fast. So that was that was a world record right there, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. That was um, pro gamer moves right there. Within the span of like two lines, it already cuts to this police guy. After he dies in the game, he's going to a video game store and he's like, y'all had this game. The fucking sales clerk is like high on something like Adderall. He's acting super fucking weird. But his nails are painted. So, you know, he's at least a little bit like, you know. Little fruity. That's gay. That's gay. (laughs) I was like, there's our gay representation is this with his gum game store clerk. It was it really was. But here's the thing. So like we've already seen like people die in this game. Well, die in real life because they die in the game. And they usually die within like what two minutes. But this police officer was able to get off his shift, go change, and then like go to this game store and then like to like find clues on where to find this game at, which it's like underground. Allegedly, um, even though spoilers it, like later, like it's gonna yeah, be mass published. So yeah, but he fucking dies in his car the same way, which I wish we could have seen because it's like a reverse bear, bear trap from Saw, where like his video game character gets hooked in the mouth and it like rips it open. But then we just get yeah. a, a cheap cut of like him being in the car. He sees something in the mirror and then it zooms out of the car and you just see like kind of blood splatter like on the windshield, but you kind of can't see it. They only had the budget for Malcolm in the middle instead of seeing him being torn down the middle. Yes, I love what you did there, so. Thank you, I worked really <laughs> hard on that. I have that written down here as well. <laughs> October, the brain dumping. Supreme. Supreme October. My wife. Is giving her exposition dump because she's going to die soon. And she's like, you need to kill the witch by giving, putting three nails in the heart, the neck, and the head. Mm -hmm. And then you need to burn her. Which, by the way, we didn't bring it up. Hutch doesn't like fire because his mom was burnt in a fire because his dad is insane and was like. A man. Yeah, he was a man. His dad burnt 
down the house and Hutch survived. And that's why he has a thing with fire and he doesn't like it. Yeah, he like never resolved it. Like it's just something that sits with him apparently until he has to face his fears um, yeah. with this witch burning apparently. He I brings it up. I say, um, I put it down. He brings it up on his third date with this girl he barely knows uh, when he's mm-hmm. breaking into his friend's, his dead friend's home. They're, they, for some reason, think it's a good idea to break into his friend's home, which is a crime mm-hmm. scene. And they hang out there for a bit. Oh, yeah. And of course, like, once again, we have more gratuitous, ooh, spooky blood because there's a whole bunch of blood splatter, splatters over the wall. Yeah, because that's, that's where the two people died. Yeah, so we just moved past it. It's just like, you know, where that like we're fixating on like this is what the scary part is we either have this video game witch demon or spooky blood so it's whatever (laughs) but honestly third date i would bring that up on the first date because that's gonna be a deal breaker you know you have too much emotional baggage and now you just got you got me hooked up into this murder game i mean i feel like it would have happened because if you go to a fancy restaurant he's gonna be like "Ooh, spooky fire and they he'll flip (laughs) the table so like might as well let her know now on the third date as they're breaking in to his um dead best friend's house and then i wrote down like they have to burn her that's definitely not gonna pop up in a little bit (laughs) oh no it fully will and you have to burn her body or burn her blood or something like that yeah they have to they have to like burn her body it's blonde girl and him at the dead person's home his best friend and then it's frankie muniz in october who are at i love how we don't know most of the characters names it's because because you know blonde girl october main character frankie muniz october asshole guy frankie muniz i had to look up the name his name is swink swink s-w-i-n-k swink like skinny skinny twink or skinny super skinny twink i don't even know it's a strange name they see on the news the policeman has died and all these fucking cops are going to hutch's house where october and frankie muniz are so they leave and they the police just go in there and raid which i is that legal i think they need a search warrant but then also as the police are raiding I don't think the police thinks that they did it. They just have questions for them. So they didn't even need to really go in there. All they need to do is send one person, one car and be like, hey, we would like to question you. That's it. They bring a fleet of police people. A fleet. And of course, these children run. Now, I'm a fan of when there's a horror monster chasing me, I would like to involve the police. Because that's, you know, cannon fodder. The, um, the monster, the demon can go ahead and kill them for all I care. Yeah. But at least you try to bring it to the authorities, to the people who are like holding weapons and shit, you know? And so like, they could have easily been like, hey, let's play a game. Try this game. You'll see what happens. Can you protect us? But no, they're all like, let's run. Instead of getting help from an adult or anybody or any outsider, they run away. I think it's really dumb. And then they go meet up at their the dead person's house where the other two are. Frankie Muniz comes in there. They find out that the game, even though they were like, we're not going to play this game anymore. After Finn dies, they're like, we're just not going to play this game anymore. But the game has decided we're just going to make you play like we're gonna have mm-hmm. you play and just like you don't have to be around so they're like where's october october went out for a smoke and they're fucking sprinting down the, sp- the street yelling for our october i was like did this bitch go on a fucking marathon for a cigarette when you gotta smoke you gotta smoke <laughs> so she's smoking 18 miles down the street she mm-hmm. sees a thing in this house that's being built and decides to go into this house knowing like hey probably don't split up because you're gonna fucking die she goes in there anyways, but knowing October, she has at least a couple brain cells. She sees a hammer, so she grabs it, but then she sees a nail gun and she's like, well, bitch, give me that. 
So she's at least armed herself to an Because the nail gun has range, let me tell you. Like, a nail gun, you can hit his from afar. That's super great. And I'm glad that she at least, you know, was kind of conscious to arm herself. For some reason, go seeking out, looking for Elizabeth, the witch. She finds her. She starts shooting her with a nail gun. Nail gun's just going right through her. What's her fucking name? October just starts running. She gets caught on this chain, which looks like... <laughs> <laughs> which looks like a, like I don't know like a sex chain or something. I was like, why is this just in this house? I have no idea, but I want to note that this was peak horror movie running that they did because you have what's virtually a straight line between you and the door, but for some reason you get touched a little bit, then you fall down, then you crawl with all fours, and then you try to get back up, but then you fall down again, and then you're on your back, scooching backwards, backwards, backwards as the thing like approaches towards you. And they love to do that in this movie. It like you cannot run for shit. Nobody here was on the track team. Nobody here did cross country. <laughs> Running in a straight line is and impossible. It's, and it's like it's this house is being built. It's not like there's fucking walls. <laughs> Right. There's like nothing in the way. Like they put everything in the house away. All the tools were away. Like they had like the plastic hanging down. And so she should have been fine. She should be able to watch her step. But no, October is not a track star. Yeah. She, right before she gets out the door, she gets caught. Like her foot just perfectly gets locked into this chain where it has mm-hmm. like a band around the chain, like in Saw. And then mm-hmm. she gets dragged on. She's hanging from the ceiling. And then. She tells Elizabeth to go fuck herself, and then Elizabeth just slits her throat, which you don't see it. You just see Mm. blood pouring, which is fucking cheap as fuck. Apparently, one of the other co-stars, don't know who it is, also uses the line, go fuck yourself, in a different movie, uh, Before They Die, confronting a a spirit or a demon or monster or killer or whatever. So saying, go fuck yourself to the um, bad guy is pretty epic. That's how you know you're the badass one. And I notice... This is a PG-13 movie. That was the only F word they used and I'll bring it up later. So Hutch is, he says something like, this is so, and he's about to say fucking weird or like fucking crazy. And then it cuts to Frankie Muniz going effing crazy. (laughs) It goes like, this is so, and he goes effing crazy. What a precious baby angel Franklin Muniz is. He's so adorable in this movie. Like I said it before and I'll say it again, seeing him gush about like, what was it called? The perceived reality and all that stuff because- It's like there's seizure warnings on the games because like you can get seizures from playing video games. And I'm like, oh my God, what an adorable nerdy little babe. I wrote down October, you will be missed. You were great for exposition. A moment of silence for October. They killed the cool girl is what I wrote next. Blonde girl has worst Tinder day ever. Mm-hmm. She's driving. They're in this van, which they never even explained that this was her van. They just got into it. Oh, she's all like, by the way, my I'm dad's homeless. Not- yeah, she's like I'm homeless. I'm- yeah. Oh, yeah, fully because they say, hey, blonde girl, could you tell us about yourself? And so instead of saying stuff about herself, she says, my mother does this, my father does this, and I have been accepted to this college. And those are the only three facts that she gives about herself, which I fully clocked right away because that is the same shit that I do when I'm introducing myself to people. It's like, hey, dot com, who are you? I am a African-American male. I am approximately 5'11". I have black hair and brown skin and brown eyes. <laughs> and so that's how I just introduced myself. And she did the same type of sketchy shit. Yeah. And so apparently, <gasps> big surprise. So Parisa, she was lying. So whatever. yeah. My favorite thing about that conversation is how it's brought up initially. October goes, 
hey, uh, we don't know nothing about you except your shit at gaming. That was the only thing that made me laugh in this movie besides like bad CGI mm-hmm. and writing was just October <laughs> October casually going, hey, we don't know nothing about you except you're shitty at gaming. So like, uh, <laughs> read me at me, <laughs> me in your comments on Twitch. Like <laughs> L- literally, literally, you're like, um, you're like not good. <laughs> no, but also I feel like that's like fully a thing. Like I will have a full bonding moment with somebody and be like, oh, by the way, I have no idea who the fuck you are. I'll know someone for eight months and not even know their name. And I'm too nervous to ask. Cause I'm like, I've had many conversations with them but i don't know their name it's dot com like the website <laughs> this is when i start to get the idea because now they're in the van driving did they just leave her body there in that house yes because i, I doubt they would have called the cops so i mean honestly it's an abandoned house so i think it's fine i didn't even notice that but like <laughs> what are you supposed to do the witch is i keep saying witch i know she's not a witch but, but like, she the witch is, a, is like she's basically a witch because they have to burn her no, she is a female who is going through hard times right now. She has been slighted. <laughs> she has been wronged. And for some reason, she's the bad guy, even though she's a fully, well, I guess she also killed people. I was going to say she, I was going to say she killed like girls. No, no, no. This is, um, this is. That was just my... created by the liberal media. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. By the patriarchy. I don't know. I still believe in Elizabeth. Let's see. Do they leave anybody else's body? I'm sure like the other bodies have been like, yeah. The no, other they bodies were all that reported. we've seen discovered as they go so like this is the first one they leave behind but i'm sure they're gonna figure it out eventually probably like they broke a window you know some nosy neighbors all like oh there go them kids they're about to go fuck in that abandoned house they're driving this is when i i think she probably lied about knowing that knowing that girl who died because i was like Mm -hmm. she already lied about you know she she seems like a freak who just takes pictures of people you know what i bet she's not even blonde i mean i saw those roots i saw the roots they were brown I saw the lace. It was lifted. It was ripped. No. <laughs> they they find the mansion of like where this game was developed because for some reason, the guy who died in the beginning on his phone, it just mm-hmm. had the address of where he got this game. They Which go is the- fully fun. I love the whole entire like, hey, we're on the go and we have our cell phones with us. However, we don't have the technology to figure out where this address is. Frankie Muniz, could you please map quest this for us? And yeah. is all like, yes, let me go to mapquest.com. Okay, first we have to type. We need we need to turn left. We need to go. Right, and I'm like, work. We fully used to print out those directions before we went anywhere. Do you remember that? I wasn't around. I didn't really go like far directions. Like my mom just knew where to go. Okay, no, we had to print them out, and so like we were in that era of um of technology there. I thought that was pretty interesting, but um so yeah, they're trying to go to this mansion thing basically, which kind of looks like this like Louisiana plantation. Which of course, me, in case if you couldn't tell from my deep sultry voice, I am also black, and so just mentioning the words. Yes, yes, I am a um a person of color. Oh my god, African American, <laughs> and of course they said the p word, which is fucking plantation, and so I'm just all like, oh cool, nothing good, um, good goes down here at yeah, all. Yeah, I know? was like, oh, Elizabeth was a racist, right? Like, oh, her people owned people. That's fun. So then we go into the mansion. There's already the vibrating, um, mm-hmm. and I said, girl, who's got their hush turned on? <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, um, I assume it is that thing. Okay, no, see, now you said vibrator. It's not I'm thinking about the oh my bod stuff. From, yes, um, yes, Beat. yes, it is. Yes, it oh, is. Okay, cool, cool, cool work. It's like, let me tip you like a hundred coins and then it'll just. Ah, go- ah. 
Yes. Oh, thank you for the coins. Yes. Real talk, they sound like they're fucking dying when they're doing those. <laughs> they're like, I mean, yeah. fully, fully. <laughs> Going into this mansion was such a weird thing because this is the same mansion that we saw in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And also, they just learned if we split up, someone's going to die. So what did they do? They all three split up. Frankie Muniz decides to play the video game in the No, band. because he realized that if he plays the, like, the game's going to play for us anyways. So somebody has to be playing the video game as a distraction. And apparently, what you do in the game also parallel parallels stuff that happens in real life. So yeah, like, so if he unlocks that the part door. That part is weird. Yeah, the, yeah he unlocks it's crazy. the door. And unlocks door in real life, he places down a crowbar and the crowbar appears in real life. And that is the part that I do not understand because I was willing to believe that up to this point, all they really did was just um, say a spell and that summoned the ghost before the video game to be act, um, to for the video game to be affecting real life. They never explained anything with that. And I feel like there's so many different things you could do with this, you know, like if you wanted to open a crowbar business, all you have to do is keep spawning the same crowbar and you could like eventually become the king of selling crowbars. Like, yeah, that would be just, amazing. You just have to open up a rose shop next to you so you're not fucking getting killed. <laughs> I mean, fully that too. Like, you know, have rose bushes and crowbars because apparently rose, roses are the only thing that will protect you from this witch bitch. Hutch is just dicking around outside like, wow, because Frankie Mudez is giving him directions. He's like, how do you know this? I was like, do you not recognize this house from this video game? Like, it's not insane for a the video game to be based off of a real location. Like, it's not insane. Oh, fully. Frankie Mudez's character has access to what is basically the, the blueprint of this house, which good for him for being able to tell what is what, because they show the side-by-sides of what it looked like in the game and what it looked like in real life. And these things looked entirely different. They he did said, not oh, match up. Yeah, yeah, he they said make not- a left in the kitchen. And I'm like, that doesn't look like the same thing. Like, I'm like, you know, see this doorway is on the left over here, this other doorway is on the right over here. And I couldn't like tell, but apparently he was it in didn't what even look the like kitchen. It. The kitchen was like all wood, kind of. And like, I have not seen a wood kitchen. Like there's heat that goes on in there. That's not a good idea. Yeah, things just did not add up when he was doing that. But eventually he gets outside, he finds this graveyard area, which has been like a right. base of the game. Elizabeth has the best real um, real estate agent because she has acres of land. Literally like, acres. She has her full, um, her full house. And then she also has this whole entire backyard where all these dead bodies are buried. And like- I was gonna say, are those her victims? Why would they have been buried there? I don't know. I just also don't know who made the game. And I feel like we never find out like, how this um, magic and witchcraft and shit got integrated into the game. Like, I'm just assuming like this spirit thing probably was up, you know, on udemy.com, on skillshare.com, trying to teach (laughs) herself how to like, you know, code so she can eventually make a game. But like, we just never know. Apparently somewhere back there, she has a little like computer lab. Yeah, I I need to watch her master's, her master class. See how Right, (laughs) right. She's over here like developing the next iPhone. Like, okay, cool. So we're gonna haunt the iPhone next. It'll be a haunted app. I mean, clearly she's got some advanced technology if you can just say the thing and you- Next gen. <laughs> right. Blonde girl, Abigail, I forget her name. She sees like all this stuff where, where it looks like someone could have made that game, but you don't get any explanation. And mm-hmm. she's now being like attacked. And I use that quote unquote because it's just really like cockroaches on her face and her screaming in the fucking room. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I thought that she could see 
something, but they were not showing us because for most of this movie, the scary thing, we do not get to see it. I, um, when October got killed like a few minutes ago, I had to like, you know, go back and rewatch because they showed the ghost of Elizabeth like very yeah. briefly. They showed her once where she looked like an actual character. And then the second time when she got the nail gun shot at her, she looked like a poster. And so yeah. I was just trying to like, you know, see like, okay, well, what is blonde girl scared of? She's just crawling around the room, looking at everything in the room and just screaming. Yeah, there's maggots in maggots. the dolls. Which I'm just all like, there's no like food in there, maggots. Why are you like, what poor PA had to go and sprinkle the maggots into the dolls? Like, yeah. that's what he had to put on his resume, his professional maggot sprinkler it's like you spin the wheel and try to figure out what, what you're going to include in this this is when you know they hear that she's freaking out and then hutch is running back to like go find her and he's like i don't know where to go frankie muniz is like the genius he's like you need to go up here uh there's mm-hmm. a crowbar on the floor now use that to unlock the hatch i love how you pushed up your glasses during that too because yeah. that's exactly what that yeah. feels like <laughs> i just really feel like it would have been such a really fun plot point if the video if the laptop died as they were playing it so that way he couldn't do nothing yeah and then he's like, like fuck what do i do and then you know i think that would, he, i think the writer just did not think about that because i don't think they've ever played a video game ever before especially not on the go because like he's like you know he already played it when they were talking to the police guy um he already played it like you know when they're in this um van right now and so i'm assuming he's probably on 10 percent trying to like make sure his friends are safe you know whatever battery life that he has please give me that i want that frankie muniz's character is basically basically going step by step with Hutch and then they get into that room where blonde girl is and Frankie Muniz on the computer can see you know her about to die and these dolls are holding her which you don't see in real life which I think is dumb and then he Mm -hmm. throws the roses and then they disappear the lights go on and then she gets up and she's like Hutch you saved me and kisses him and I was like why are y'all I I put down why kiss no 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 she doesn't kiss him it is a gaze into each other's eyes and then for the next two minutes no yeah it's but they they're making out yeah, yeah they're, they're kissing it's, and like it just takes forever and like she was literally being attacked by something incorporeal right now that can come back at any single moment the roses disappear and yeah, so they, like they fade away they like deteriorate and so they fully can still be exposed but no what's more important is that this white guy and this white girl they need to kiss now um when he's playing the game things start happening in real life to him. And he goes, what? That's cheating. And I, bitch, oh, he says, bitch, that's cheating. And I'm like, it's a ghost. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because apparently she is, isn't bound by the rules of the game or whatever. You only have one life to live. Fucking YOLO. Um, and I guess she can also manipulate the game. I thought it would be super cool if they... Because, like, this is an older-ass game, so the security of this game shouldn't be, like, that hard. I feel like they should have, like, tried to hack the game, you know? Yeah, it probably would have been super easy, because they think, they say that they're fucking smart, so... Yeah, the files are in the computer. The files are in the computer, so go ahead and, like, I don't know, resurrect your character, like, make everybody alive again or something. Yeah, why didn't they just restart... (laughs) Restart the game? That Um, wasn't an option... Now Frankie Muniz is like running through the forest and he's like, I'm scared. And then he falls into a rose bush and then it mm-hmm. cuts to the both 
other characters running to the van and it just says game over and it's Frankie Muniz's character dead in the game. So they just assume he's dead in real life. But in Oh no, game, he fully is dead, yeah. Yeah, but in, in the game, he still falls in a, a rose bush. Like you can see roses in there. So technically, spoiler alert, he doesn't die because he's surrounded by roses. If it's the same thing in the game, he wouldn't have died in the game. We don't see Frankie Muniz pop up until like the very end. And apparently he was alive this whole entire time. What the fuck was he up to? Both of his characters fell into a rose bush. The Mm -hmm. thing that doesn't make sense to me is if you're surrounded by roses in real life and it's just like the fucking game, he shouldn't have died even in the game. Like it was just a... It was just a dumb plot to be like, oh, I think he's dead. It was also kind of dumb because apparently those were organic rose bushes that this Elizabeth person supposedly tends to in her spare time when she's not killing gamers. Yeah, like, so why like, does she, why are those even there? She hates them. Uh, fully, if this were me and we said, okay, cool, we need three nails, some roses, and some fire so we can burn this girl. I would have gone down to my Home Depots and or Lowe's because I have no allegiance with one or the other. And I would have purchased several nails and we'd be armed to the tooth with nails. You go ahead and go to a flower bouquet store and you get every single rose you can get and cover yourself with roses. They went to this thing with nothing, nothing at all. I am so tired because I think same thing happened with the movie It is there was a whole bunch of kids who were all like, hey, cool, spooky space clown lives in that house. Let's get him with like a baseball bat or something. A slingshot. A (laughs) slingshot, right? Like a little like, (laughs) y'all can like come well equipped, you know? Now they are preparing because they see the tower. They're preparing to get roses. They're just picking roses. They just find nails. They just find nails like in a cement thing. And they're just pulling it out. That'd be fucking hard to pull out. And they're rusty as shit too. Oh, fully. Like with or without my actual fingernails. Like I just feel like that'd be like really hard to like leverage. We need a tool. Oh, yeah. Right. Like that would just come off. Like I just got my nails did. I just got my mani-pedi. So like, can you go ahead and grab this for me? I have a fear of just like my nails, like trying to grab something. And they're just like, they peel right off. like it gets ripped off Um, and then they're like well we need a hammer and they just use these giant shears that they found that the blonde girl found when she was dicking around with the the dolls Mm -hmm. they they decided to just use the 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 scissors as a hammer which like how accurate is that i've tried to do that before and it's not accurate (laughs) it's it's really fucking hard it's all about the leverage of it. You need to hit it from the right angle, apparently. And also try not to use the sharp side on your skin, or you do, or you don't. Well, you have to hold it like this because you have to hit it at the like base where the fingers go in. Okay, so there's some physics involved. Yeah, they're I've smart. done this before. It's really, are they smart? <laughs> and then now they're in this catacombs. They see, they're like chilling and then they're, they hear the vibrating thing and they're like, huh. And then it's a jump scare of like Elizabeth coming out and then blonde girl just throws roses at her. I was like, okay, so she's kind of like mm-hmm. not that stupid. They see C- uh, CGI 2D ghost girls attacking them and then they run and they get into this big room, which looks like a crazy sex dungeon where Elizabeth kills people. And then he's like, huh, we need to go up the tower here and just burst out of the room and like is just staring at the tower. And then the door closes and it locks and it's just them like being like, you you have to go do it. And he's like, I don't want to. I like you kind of. What's your name again? <laughs> right. He's like, oh, Nana, 
What's your name? <laughs> no, but like, here's the thing that I absolutely hate is because both of these main characters are on each side of the door and mathematically, scientifically, and physically on one side of the door are hinges. That you could literally easily take down this door. Because that's how doors work. And it's like, an old fucking door. Mm-hmm. We know they have shears and shears are apparently able to be used as hammers. So like, <laughs> all you have to do is just, you know, unscrew the door or just also, bang off the hinges. I was gonna say, I wanna point out when they do get in this room, there's just hundreds of candles lit. And I wrote down, who lit these candles? Some poor intern. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing with hinges happens too, because something happens eventually. He gets into the door with the witch and whatever. And like, she, he confronts him and the door locks again. And I noticed that he's on the side once again with hinges. And so you can visibly see them but he's locked in there. And I'm like, just do, just attack those real quick. It's already hot. It's probably starting to melt already. So I don't know. Like, I feel like hinges are like the plot point that we all ignore in every Honestly, movie. Honestly, at this point, they should have just put a stick in the doorway. Like if it'll close, it can't close because there's a stick in the way. You know what I mean? Like one of those little ugly ass brown door stoppers that you had in second grade. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so he does go up there. Before he, like they go off, they're saying all this stuff. She gives him the lighter and goes, careful with that thing. I'm like, did you just joke about his trauma? Apparently she did. She uh, literally was just like, be careful with that thing, smirks. And I was like, his mother died in a fire that he was mm-hmm. also a part of, but didn't mm-hmm. die. And then he gives her a rose in exchange. So now she's like just sitting in the room by herself. He's going up there. He goes to her bed. He like pulls back so you reveal Elizabeth, she's, I need to know the skin routine. She looks really good for being a dead bitch. (laughs) At the same time, he starts nailing this into her, nailing the heart, the neck, and then in the forehead. And then she gets like turned upside down basically because the witch's spirit is attacking her and he's attacking the witch's body with nails, right? Yeah. And then eventually as soon, I think as soon as he gets the last nail in in the forehead, which he's just slamming that fucking, those sheer handles into her body. As -hmm. soon as he gets the last one, my dog's eating his asshole really loud. Crixus, you're eating your butthole too loud. I can hear you. Oh my God, hold on. Wow, relatable content. <laughs> so he nails the last nail into her mm-hmm. forehead and then it stops attacking her and like, it's good. But now he's like, oh, I spilled all my things. I need to pick it up. So then you see in the background, she starts to sit up. This is, mm-hmm. one, this is one thing that I did like about this movie. Mm-hmm. So- all you see is like, it's a close-up of him. And then you just hear a nail fall to the ground. You hear another nail fall to the ground. And then it, it cuts to her forehead and you just see like the nail like slowly coming out on its own, like out mm-hmm. of her forehead. And then it falls to the ground. That's one thing I liked because you're just, you just start, you see her sit up and then you just hear the nails falling. One thing that I like that's comparable is um the visual relative of that, which is when you're focusing on a character and they still have the background to focus, like the camera is perfectly fixated on the main character. And then you see like something fuzzy moving in the background. And they've been really good about that because like when that guy who was playing with them remotely died, like you can kind of see something in the background moving behind the cubicles, but they do a good job of like, you know, if this you're paying was, attention, you can see something move. This is like the, the only sequence I like really liked. And then he turns around, she starts screaming with a big old mouth. He lights the fire because he had like oil going on. 
Um, and then he sets her on fire. He can't get out of the room. Frankie Muniz shows up because he's the fucking hero and he's not dead. And he's probably also being paid the most on cast. So like he needs to show up and he needs to survive. So that's important, apparently. True. Um, and they basically, he's like frozen, but then he, Hutch is like frozen because he's scared. It's doing like a, a side-by-side of his flashback of him yelling and then the kid yelling. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Could you imagine though of like having a social anxiety? Like, hey, in order to defeat the ghost, you have to ask the ghost to hang out and the ghost has to say <laughs> i'll think about it and like that's the childhood trauma that you have to use to defeat the ghost and you're like no <laughs> oh can we at least plan a day first they defeat her she's just burning to herself and they leave yeah um, and, and then they just have a quiet walk back to the car hey by the way y'all are all still you know wanted by the police you know that right as far as they're aware the monster has been defeated the evil has been defeated and everything is fine and dandy except yeah I was going to say, we get a scene of the, the game clerk from earlier who's yes. like opening a box and he's like, huh, cool game. And, and of course then- he has his whole entire little pedicure, all his nails are red, which is super cute or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then he opens this um, disc and it's this branded disc. And so before the game that they've been playing for Stay Alive um, was written with a Sharpie, this one's an actual full-blown disc for PlayStation 2. So I'm like, yo, what a throwback. Yeah. Also, you can see Dance Dance Revolution right above Stay Alive. So like you have your options for a Christmas gift. Make a horror game or a horror movie out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, fully. Like if we, we gotta keep on dancing. Room, right. <laughs> if you stop dancing, you die. It's going on like the this theme, like, oh my god, now the whole world will be exposed. And so you said like how um Elizabeth apparently was using Skillshare to create video games. Apparently she got really good at graphic design, marketing, I was just branding, about, and distribution. I was just about to say that I was like, wow, she really is like the jack of all trades. She's putting in work. Like she is the video game vixen pioneer and entrepreneur. Like she's just distributing this game that's made by some company that doesn't exist and we never really got to see. But you know what? It's fine because that's a little cliffhanger is apparently the rest of the world is going to be able to play this one game that they've never talked about. Apparently it's never really been beta tested because of course, you know, the beta testers would have died or it's never been properly reviewed because the reviewers would have died and the critics would have died. But like, it's whatever. It's already been distributed. It's fine. Is it the big title? I don't know because no one has ever heard of it and it's only been a week. But then also, do they have boxes of it in this GameStop? Yeah, they have hella boxes of only specifically this game that just came in. So like- I was gonna say she has it in Spanish too, as well as Mandarin, so it's international. Yeah, I was gonna say it just ends with them saying that it's like all five of them again, just saying that intro, it literally those are the last words. It's like the intro to the book and it's supposed to be like, she's still alive, which it I don't think she still would be alive because her body was burned down. So there's literally nothing left. But I think with everybody playing this game nationwide, it would re-summon her and give her spirit strength. I mean, that's the only plot hole, right? There's no other plot holes in this movie. You want to talk about plot holes? <laughs> Let's talk about plot holes. If I'm going up against a witch that hates roses and also, very relatable, hates her own reflection, you would go and get all those roses and then you would stock up on mirrors and shit. Honestly, all they needed to do was carry around like a little disco ball, a little compact mirror, you know, like smudge up your glasses and so that way you can see the reflection in them, like something, you know? I forgot to mention how he gets her to start screaming is he picks up his his laptop, which is like reflective. Which is a, a little alien it, laptop, yeah. Yeah, he turns it around at her and she's like, eee! 
<laughs> right, and she just stands there screaming because she has to look at her own face. Yeah, I'm like, Miss Thing, like he put the mirror down, shit. The reason that we chose this movie is because you and I like mostly know each other through like, you know, Twitch streams and whatnot. And so video games basically. And so we're like, okay, well, we have in common, it's video games. This movie is a horror movie about video games. And no, the fuck it is not. This is a movie about a ghost that is summoned through a video game and the rest of the movie is mostly like a ghost movie or a spirit haunting movie and so like they could have done some weird wild and wacky stuff maybe like you know they go into the game like we don't get like any like really gameplay when you think about it mm-hmm. we have a few spooky cutscenes. they kind of like shoot around at the beginning of the movie but as the game as the movie goes on we don't see them interacting with this game for the most part they're doing all this stuff in real life out there in the outer net and so i would love for them to like incorporate like you know more of the actual gaming elements let them get avatars and stuff let them go into the actual game interact and stuff Val gets corrupted and the world starts to glitch and like i don't know there's like so many different things that you can do and make incorporate this- vr yeah. do you want to hear what my like my theory is on this movie no <laughs> i think my theory on this movie is blonde girl she lies a lot she's lied about who she is she lied about why she's there she probably lied about if she even knew Sarah. What if she made the game? Because you don't find out who made it. What if it was just like a weird, like she, since she's insane, maybe she's been stalking this guy for a while and why she's, she's kind of a little bit strange. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's written to be like the cool, the cool girl. Love really. interest, like the manic pixie dream girl. Actually, yeah, she is an example of that kind of. And things come out where she's like, oh, I lied. I'm not like that kind of way. I live in this van. And it's like, huh, did you even really know the girl who died? Did you like set up this whole thing and now you're just getting more people to play the game? She was beta testing them and then like, apparently she's like, okay, cool. So it works. I just need to tweak this, 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 and then we'll like make it go public. Yeah, I feel feel like that's possible. I would definitely like to see something like that in the sequel. I mean, I... I The sequel to come out 14 years later. I mean, Uh, fully. Look, it took 14 years to do Incredibles 2. So like... Oh, you know what's interesting? The girl who played this is in Incredibles 2. uh, Who played October. She's in Incredibles 2. Does she play the girl with the hair? Boyd in Incredibles 2. That's what I said. The girl with the hair. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it before. So yeah, she's actually in that movie. That is, dare I say it. Incredible. Oh, what oh (laughs) i would say it was it was a decent watch i would watch it for free if i were someone listening to this podcast if you haven't watched it right now and you just got spoiled but i would recommend it for a free watch if you're looking for a horror movie about video games or something digital i would probably go with something else but what i would recommend this for is for a cultural zeitgeist of the early to mid 2000s because for me that was the most amazing thing we like this thing had everything it had og cell phones brick ass laptops no one um, having the concept it, of online gaming. <laughs> right. The invention of the word noob. So like, you know, I just like really appreciated seeing, and of course like homeboy's spiky ass hair, Frankie Muniz. Like, the flip this thing, visor. Yeah, the flip visor. Like this thing is peak 2000s, like madness, garbage, trash type stuff. And like, I would really watch it so I can show my grandbabies, this is what it used to be like. 
we used to say dumbass stuff on the internet and get chased by ghosts and shit. I would um, say, I would say, with a group of friends to just be like, because I laughed at a lot of parts in this movie, and this is a movie I would watch with friends and just shoot the shit with. Yeah. And like, and and like, maybe we're like talking during the movie, like about other stuff, but I would be like laughing mostly. Yeah, exactly. So this is a really good like movie to watch with other people. I would say for sure. Because also, like, real talk, you could turn it off halfway through, and, like, that's mostly the video game parts of it anyways, you know? Like, if so, you're like, on a date and you're gonna... <laughs> exactly, like, halfway through, you're fine. <laughs> like, it's cool. That was thisreview.com. Where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at the .com. I also am on Twitch, which is also the .com. I stream every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And I also do an all-Black drag show, which is every first Saturday of the month on Twitch because of COVID. So, yeah, we do that at 930 on my Twitch. Well, that's where people can find me usually. And I'm Tara Card. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. I used to have a Twitter with that name, but they suspended my account. They haven't told me why. I've emailed them mm, like two or three days in a row. They haven't even responded to me. So you can at least find me on Instagram at the same name and everywhere else under at the same name. I also have uh, my Twitter account for this podcast, Stay on the Line, TC. That's what I've been using as my backup, like mainly now because they just have suspended my account and I've lost all my followers. And you can also find the Instagram account on Stay on the Line podcast. I think that does conclude this episode. Do you have any final regards, Dot? Sometimes we have to leave the early 2000s where they were. Sometimes we can explore the early 2000s and have some fun. So those are my regards. Just um, partake of the early 2000s with your own, um, with your own caution. Gay, that's gay. That is gay. <laughs> if, if you watch any early 2000s horror movie, you would know they say shit like that. And you know in the early 2000s, Hilary Duff said not to say that. <laughs> okay, until next time, make sure you stay on the line. On the line. Bye. Bye.